everybody would be bodybuilder, but Novoselic's heavy ass weights. You fucking idiot. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 55 of Buckets of Duckets. The best Woo! decision you made today. Yo, congratulations for clicking uh, play. Uh, I am your host, Chase Myers. I am in Seattle, Washington. Uh, every week I talk to my best friend. He is a comedian. He is funnier than you. And you made a good choice by trusting him with entertainment this week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in Louisiana, Josh Watts. Boom! Good evening, shitheads. It's the captain of this sh- of this starship. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, w- I had a whole thing planned out about Hakeem Olajuwon's jersey, and I was wrong. I was going to say, no, fuck you. This is episode 55. That's the same number as Hakeem Olajuwon's jersey, <laughs> and I dare one of you motherfuckers to call me out on it. It's Hakeem Olajuwon <laughs> and not Nikembe Mutombo. Don't fucking at me. This is episode 55. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Don't ever change. Don't ever. You nah, could dude. take that information. You could have said 34 plus 21 equals 55, but no, it has to be the number. <clears throat> Good evening, shitheads. This is episode 55. That's a Hakeem Olajuwon plus a Dominique Wilkins jersey added together. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed it. Perfect. Boom. Fucking perfect. Yo. This is a professional, motherfucker. Woo! Come in here. If you need, I fix that shit. Ah! If you need 90s basketball references, you are in the right place, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Clyde Drexler was number 22. How about that? We could talk about that. How about that? How about that? We ever talk about that? I don't think we talk about that enough. That's right. The Which one of you news. motherfuckers know what Penny Hardaway's jersey number was? Huh? Huh? I tell you. The same as uh the the same as me. The one. I brought it all. I got brought it back around. You brought it back to something you, you hadn't mentioned yet, but it's it's nope. there. It's true. It's like constant, you know. Guys, uh, edibles are a motherfucker. I don't know. That's man, they real. They real tough, dude. I don't edibles know what else to say to you. It looks like I have pink eye and have been beat the fuck up, and I assure you that is not possible. It's not no. even possible. It's not happening. It's not. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you're okay. You're okay over here. Uh, Hey, it's a good week. It's a good week with Apple Podcasts. We got another review, uh, five stars. So thank you. Uh, You know, just a buckethead, just a just a normal buckethead. Look how nice we get to be with you when this happens. He went. It's not as much fun, honestly, but I appreciate (laughs) I appreciate you giving us five stars because that's what we scream at you to do. So Apple Podcasts uh, listeners continue to do that five star review every week. We need one every week. That's what we're doing. YouTube people subscribe. Like, comment, tell a friend, the whole thing. Smash uh, that like button that's right there over our shoulders, bro. You know it. Click the bell right there, and you can be entered to win the bang energy can that I just chugged and crumbled up and threw onto my floor like a fucking Two in a row. You Two could in a win row. that. The winner from last week hasn't gotten it mailed to him yet, but he's gonna. I'm gonna mail. I'm gonna mail you a used bang energy can. <laughs> oh, you getting this can? And a you bunch of get glitter. this can. The Josh licked all stamps. over. So I'm going to drive by your house and just throw it at your house. <laughs> I can't afford that. 
<laughs> I don't know how the post office works. Okay, but I'm gonna drive to your house <laughs> and leave it on your doorstep. I'm gonna steal your Amazon package. That's what's gonna I don't happen. Give a fuck. You think I won't? Think I won't? You never have. You never have. Uh, so, Josh, uh, are you bullying any firemen this week, or Chase, anything going on? This motherfucker that? wants to be my best friend so goddamn bad it hurts his heart and his soul. He prays to the god of firemen. Every goddamn day that he wakes up, he slides down the little pole that's that's at the top of his bunk bed. He slides down his little fireman pole and he drops down on his little knees and he says, Hey, God, this is me, the shithead fireman. Please let Josh be my friend. It's never going to happen. God, Even God can't control me enough to make me be your friend. Chase, yep. this motherfucker, bro. Uh-huh. That bang I just chugged just caught up with me, and now it's a it's a very uneven balance. There's a war raging on in my system right now. Edibles and bangs, and they're just fighting it out right now, and I don't know how it's going to turn out. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a spectator in this battle right now. I'm just sitting here just watching. <laughs> well, look, man, we're all locked in. I can't wait to see all how right. this goes. This motherfucker. I'm doing trap bar deadlifts, my favorite workout. <laughs> right, it's what you do. That's my favorite you, thing. If, if you would have get Chase, what what workout was I doing? I'd have said trap bar <laughs> raises. That would have been my move. See? So I'm over there doing them. And you do them right. To There's perfection. The right there. Because I want to see how fucking perfect I'm doing it. So I'm doing it up in the mirror. And I also do it in case any sneaky motherfuckers try to roll up behind me and get me. Because when, you, when you're the king, when you're the king, somebody's always coming for you. You know what I mean? And Look, I'm, doing, heavy as I'm the just crown. Fucking, I get it. <laughs> I'm just fucking cranking out. I'm doing uh, 280 pounds for reps. Just fucking, just, yeah, just to warm right? up. Just to lose I'm just feeling up. good. And all of a sudden, I start feeling something over my shoulder. Somebody staring. Somebody dick getting wet right behind me. Right. <laughs> so I put the bar down, and um, I usually don't put. I usually don't stop like uh, on deadlift days. I just do them until I'm dizzy and then stop. Like I don't really count the reps. I, just I usually do them don't until stop. <laughs> I just do them until I get dizzy and then I have to sit down on the floor usually. Um, and Indian style, you just sit there all Indian style. <laughs> oh, it's either that or I pass. I've fallen over before because I just do them like I'm straining so hard that as soon as I stop, I just fall over. And so to counter out that balance, I just sit down on the floor. Because you look a lot less dumb if you put yourself on the floor than if the floor jumps up and meets you. It makes you look a lot less stupid, right? So I'm sitting on the floor, just dizzy, not not knowing what's going on, and I see a little fucking bony, weak hand stick out in front of mine like he's going to help me up. First of all, I could tell by the look of, of the size of these little fucking digits, you're not helping me up. You're you ain't ready. This, you, you ain't, ain't ready. Rock up. There ain't no way you're getting that up. It's a meat castle. you bringing that little fucking... Uh, that's a, a rake made out of aluminum foil that you just brought over here to pick up a fucking meat castle. Are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. But I just stared at the hand because what do you? why is your hand in my face, whoever you are? And I looked up. Chase, who do you think huh. was on the other end of my eyeballs when I looked up? Who do you think the it was? The dumbest fireman. The dumbest that, fireman I ever did know. That goddamn fireman, Chase. Just sitting there looking at me. Just his fucking face. Looking at me while I'm trying to not pass out in the YMCA from overexerting my old self doing deadlifts. And this motherfucker's got his little bony, weak hand out 
Like we're gonna, you want me to take a hand, skip across the field? We're gonna sing songs together and be best friends forever. Get the fuck out of here! I got a best friend in Seattle, and all we do is uh, cash checks and snap necks. I don't need you. I don't need you for anything. What are you gonna help me do? Fuck you! Get out of here! But I looked up, and now I can see his dumb face is waiting to make fucking words at me. So I, I have to, dude. I have to fucking pause my goddamn music. It's actually an audiobook, but I pretend it's music. I'm bobbing my head, but I'm actually listening to a history book about Vietnam. So <laughs> I have to pause this fucking audiobook, and this guy's got his goddamn hand out, and he said, uh, you need help up? And I was so mad that, like, him asking if I needed help up made me, I, was, I wanted to fight him. I was like, you know what? No, but I'm ready to fucking fight now. How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> but he said, do you need help up? And I just stared at him. <laughs> and he said, you know, I'm really a cool guy. I'll never know. I'll never know. He never said, give you I'm that chance, really bro. a cool guy. And Let's I, just back I, up a little bit. <laughs> uh, because his introduction to you of being a cool guy is getting upset that you passed him up legally on the street yeah. and followed you to your house. Uh, yes. That's how this man entered your life. Just a very cool move. It's just one of the Super coolest cool. moves. Anytime somebody follows you all the way to your house, mm -hmm. that's somebody that you want to hang out with. That's yeah. somebody you need in your life. You know they're cool. Because I passed him on a two-lane road where you can pass people. And then he turned on his lights because he drives one of those little fireman SUVs. He pretends to be a cop, but he's a fireman. Like, bruh, I would, firemen are better than cops any day, any day ever. Any day ever. You don't have to pretend to be a cop to be like you're already a fireman. That's pretty fucking right. cool. You don't need to pretend to be a cop in your little dress up car, your little cosplay car. He had his little SUV and he turned his fucking lights on and I I didn't pull over because firemen can't they're they can't pull you unless my car's on fire, you can't do anything for me. And then he also works at the same gym as me and now he wants to be my best friend because he saw my fucking webos are the size of a goddamn globe. The webos. The webos! This one, I'm really a cool guy, is what he said to me with his hand out while I'm sitting on the floor. This is, and this is also the second time he has interrupted me in the middle of a workout. Not in between sets, not like right in the middle of it. I'm really a cool guy. And as I stood up, I just said, it shows. It, it, it's, that, that's coming across. That's what I said. It's really coming across. And then I kept doing the death, like, there's a point where it doesn't even, it's not even fun to fuck with you anymore because you're so weak. Does that make sense? Yeah, he wants it too much. He's too thirsty yeah. for friendship. <laughs> That's strange. It drives <laughs> me away, dude. I don't even want to fight you anymore now. Now I don't want to, now. No, mm. I need some resistance, bro. You're just rolling over. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like you it. You want me to rub your over. belly? Get the fuck up. That's right. embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Just give you a fucking sherbet. Get up. Get up. You're a grown have, man. Have some fucking dignity. You're have an adult respect. man. Have some goddamn self-respect. Jesus Stop trying to Christ. tickle me, you weirdo. I'm not going to be your friend. We're not going on play dates. You can't see my huge balls. We're not. It's, <laughs> I don't need to start a podcast about firemen. I'm really a cool guy. Could you imagine... No, because in my head he thought of that <laughs> line for like the week since I've seen him. He's like, you know what? Next time I see that big Mohawk meat castle, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say, hey, 
I'm actually really a cool guy. And he's gonna be like, oh fuck, you know what? Let's go sling our dick dicks at strippers or whatever whatever fire whatever he thinks fire I don't know what firemen do. I don't I never really knew. What are they? Um You know who yeah, has my respect a... more than a fireman? Dominique mm-hmm. Wilkins, number twenty one for the Atlanta Hawks. Always. Always. Yeah. He, um, he's still on the team, I think. Yeah, they're in the playoffs right now. They're doing pretty well. Um, uh, fuck, what was I about to say? There's something I was about to say about that. I'm really a cool guy. Just good podcasting. Just good. Oh, he's uh, yeah, he's gonna come up to you next. He's gonna have some big idea. He's gonna come up to you next. And be like, hey man, do you want to just like uh, just like grab a beer, like hash this out, man? I just feel like, I just feel like we really just. I think I think we'd be cool, you know. Like I think I think we'd get along if you really got a chance to get to know me, you know. Yeah, you're you're probably right. I'm gonna be walking yeah, out that's of the gym, what's coming. and he's gonna. Have it doesn't seem like he can let it out. go. <laughs> the only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about it, as somebody who dwells on stuff and can't get it out of my brain, is that he has clearly thought about this a lot more than I have, and it's just rotten in his little fire brain about how badly he wants to be my friend. He's gonna do that move. Uh, some guys, uh, I've. I, this, I have a lot of uh, female friends uh, because I think that's a smart move. Uh, I, I, you know, I also also enjoy friendship, but I think it's <laughs> because they'll, you know, they'll cue they'll cue you in on what other dudes are doing. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, like, all right, that's not what you do. But there's a move that it seems like dudes do where like they'll they'll keep trying to like ask a girl out and they'll kind of be like, oh my god, you're so fine. We should hang out. I'm really cool. I'm really actually pretty cool. Uh, we should we should hang out sometime. And then after like the tenth time, they finally told him no. They'll finally be like, "Fine then, bitch. Fuck you. You yep. was fat anyway." Like that's yep. like he's coming with that pretty soon. He's gonna be he's like, "Yeah, anyway. your traps ain't even that fucking big. I don't give a fuck." Like I wanted to hang out with you, you dumb bitch. Like that's. <laughs> and then I'm be like, "Well, hold on now. Let's well, go hold on. Now. Hold on." <laughs> I guess I guess I didn't really give oh, you a wait, shot. Now, wait man. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird too because that was like the first exercise i did so i was in the gym for like another hour and a half with that dude over there just right there wanting to be my friend and i'm just in there trying to get yoked and he's over there fucking trying to make so they're trying friends. to make friends look not i didn't come here to make friends i came here to I get yoked. Here. <laughs> i came here for games not friends my dude. <laughs> I, came here. I came here to win that's what i'm here for Ain't come here for friends. He's gonna kill me. That's what's gonna happen. He's gonna kill me. Yeah. He's gonna take my place. He knows He's where I live. Burn your house down. <laughs> well, I tell you what, the cops will be able to catch him real easy. He drives slow as fuck. <laughs> I've been fuck uh, you, Fire Marshal Bill. Uh, I was laughing just now. Uh, you said webos, and that's our that's our favorite way of uh, saying balls it. is webos. And uh, I heard that first on uh, Pablo Francisco's special, like way back in the day. That's where I heard Webos the first time. He's the guy and, that does, uh, he does uh, all the voices and stuff. Yeah, he annoyingly does a million voices and just beatboxes over and over. Like, I thought it was the funniest fucking shit whenever I was, and it is. Like, he's a fucking tornado up on stage. Like, he can crush. But every now and then, he just gets, like, stuck, and he just can't break like every moment he's like yeah you ever been here boom boom pop die and you ever been here pop pop like it just keeps he can't stop doing it uh which by the yeah i was about to say which by the way he does have like uh, a couple years ago he got like 
uh, he does have like a really bad drug problem. <laughs> and oh. he, he was, yeah, he was on stage and just kept repeating the same line like over and over again. Like for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forget. Oh, wow. I was, I was like, trying to joke. It was like three bad. or four years ago. Uh, nah, I don't feel bad. He's fine. He's, I don't. Uh, he's still out there touring and stuff. Uh, Webos, right? That's the important part of this. Not Pablo Francisco's struggles in his life uh, that we are totally, totally should be talking about. Just class acts yeah. over here. And uh, <laughs> we have plenty of room <laughs> to speak about it. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of fucking drug addicts out there. And so get your lives together. You know what I'm saying? Be like us. And so uh, mm. I work uh, I work with a bunch of people who speak Spanish. And uh, a lot of times I'll, uh, I'll, take, I'll take lunch or like my 15-minute breaks and stuff, and I'll sit around. And I'll be like the only dude that speaks English at the table. Like they speak English too, but they all speak Spanish better. So they're like, well, let's just all speak Spanish to each other. And right. uh, I just kind of you always tell there. them to stop? Do you always tell them to stop? <laughs> Hey! <laughs> hey! Who do you think you no. are? No! Not here! Not here! Okay? We speak we speak American in here. Uh, you know what the Bible is written in? American. So that's American, that's right. That's right. I don't want to hear about your Jesus, okay? Oh, man. I, Jesus I saw that happen. Here. I saw the uh, two Walmart employees over in Covington were talking to each other in... I believe Spanish, but I'm not, I don't want to, I don't know. And a guy just stopped and said, you really should be speaking in English when you're in America. <laughs> Dude, I'll kick the shit out of that and guy. like, ooh, oh, man. Ah. So you're at a table, they're talking Spanish, so, you're yelling at them about it. Keep going. So everybody else having just good old time. Everybody else knows what's going on. And I'm just sitting there and I'm, I'm watching. I'm, I'm so intrigued every day. I'm so intri- I'm just watching, but I don't know what the fuck is going on. And so what ends up happening is they'll say one word that I know. <laughs> and they'll be like, Hermanos. Oh, oh, and I go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that means brother. Hermanos means brother, right? It means brother, right? Doesn't it mean brother? Aren't I the greatest? Aren't I? And then they'll all go, yeah, it's very good, Chase. Yeah, and they'll give me a yeah, little. Yeah, you watch the rest of the development. We get it. Yeah, they'll give me a little. <laughs> <laughs> Hershey's chocolate. I go, oh, thank you very much. And then, uh, oh, uh, gracias, gracias, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and so I've been doing this for a really long time. Like, I just, I, I kind of feel like they're like, why does he always sit in here? But it's also just like funny to me. Part of it is funny to me to like, because every now and then I can, like, I can feel the vibe of what's going uh-huh. on. And I'll just try to guess and I'll be like, yeah, that bitch, Deborah, I hate her. I, she's the fucking worst. And then they'll look at me like, what, what? And I was like, oh, I thought you yeah, was talking about how Deborah day, did that weird thing the other day. You one wanna- day. You ought to learn Spanish, like get a Rosetta Stone. Just blindly, or, yeah. And then just one day, just start talking it in the middle. I, did, start, oh, I want uh, it so bad. I want that explode. so bad. I think, then what I else think would learning, you do with it? After that one joke, where else would you ever use Spanish? I don't know. It would be great, though. <laughs> it would be worth it <laughs> for, to learn such a useless thing. Uh, but for that one moment, man, yeah, it would really shine, you know? Uh, <laughs> that's what they call white savior complex. Yeah, I want it. I want to save them. I want to save them. I want to save them with my Spanish. Also, I think I want to show them the ways of America, you know? And uh, and also, I think that's the funniest language for me to learn to speak because I have this, I have this ridiculous country-ass accent. I, I do, bro. Them. I just, I want, I want, I want to use my white, my whiteness to save these poor, poor oh, people, man. right? And, uh, and so. I didn't even I think, think about your accent. 
Yeah, I think learning Spanish with my accent is just fucking. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh, Buenos wow. dias, mi amigas. <laughs> like I think. <laughs> I just. I think that would fucking be perfect. Right? If I cancel out all the respect they had for you learning their language, but, you got sounds uh, like he learned Spanish. S- like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, when he says it, though, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't. Yeah, listen to Antonio Banderas say it, and your ears get hard. Like your ears get a uh, hard on, and you listen to Chase say it. And, yeah, it's not right. <laughs> mm. You ever it's you ever bitten right. to a fruit that wasn't ready, and you're like, mm, that's what it sounded like. So I'm playing this game with uh, one of my friends I work with, and she's just going like, all right, so what other words do you know? And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, uh, manzana means apple, right? Because I drank an apple drink one time that, from a Mexican place. And so I knew that. And, then, and I'm, just, I'm just doing that over and over again. And I'm like, de nada means you're welcome, right? Right, right, right. And I'm doing that. And uh, so now I'm really excited to play that game again, because next time we play that game, I'm going to be like, web means balls right yeah grande wibbles all right and yeah i really want that moment now uh so i might just walk into the break tomorrow and be like wibbles and see see what happens but i'm like 95 percent sure that wibbles means eggs too yeah it probably does yeah but I'm, I'm pretty sure it means eggs and i hope that they don't understand the context you say it in because <laughs> i know the confidence that you're gonna say it and i hope yeah. that they're like wait what? No, I'm going to game plan in the mirror like that morning before I'm going to be going to webos. All right. Webos. My webos. And then I'm going <laughs> to... Do a crotch take over. to make it really clear what you're talking about. That's that'll be, that'll make it. That'll how you... <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm going to learn Spanish for a joke. I think that's... I think that's my move. <laughs> be fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> I learned a whole nother language. <laughs> just for like a quick little joke in the break room, then never use it again. Uh, yeah, I just want to spit out like a, I just want to go on like, a, just like a full monologue, like a two, three minute, like change your life speech in Spanish. And then and that's everybody's it. crying. They, they give me a Throwing standing roses, roses at your Throwing feet. Throwing roses. Uh, <laughs> applause, full applause, and then never speak Spanish again. Then not even like in response to that, where they're like, when they start talking to me in Spanish after that, I go, I don't what, what I, I don't speak. That's all speak. that that speech was the only Spanish I learned. That was literally the I, only I, Spanish. Yeah, what did it mean, by the way? <laughs> I did it phonetically. I don't even know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh man, I'm doing uh, I'm doing the dope show on Saturday and that's the one where they make you do drugs. Yeah, they're making me do it. I'm sorry, man. I know, bro. They come. That's what happens when you move out here where it's legal. They come. They come knock on your door and they go, "You got to do 15 minutes high as fuck at the horse fucker place." They do it to everybody. It's the worst. It's the worst. You can either go willingly or we'll take you. Yeah, but you will go. Have a tight 15 and like tough shit. Tough shit. Smoke Make this joint. Make it a loose 15, bro. <laughs> but you get on that stage. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those shows where you uh, you do you do a sober set, uh, and everybody sees how great you are, and then you go take an intermission, you do drugs that they force into your veins, and then you come back, and everybody goes, man, what a shit show. Jesus Christ, what? 
what happened to that guy? He used to be a bright young mind, and now he's just fucking junkie I'm watching up on stage. And they call that a show. That's what they call it. They call that entertainment out here. They call that show business. Uh, and so, <laughs> doing that. so I'm doing that on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Travis is actually on the show, too. I think y'all ought to do like hardcore, like just whenever you go backstage, do like straight up hair on. I'm doing hair on, bro. Just put straight up hair on, and then your whole set is just you drooling on the mic. I'm doing hair on and whatever killed Michael Jackson. I'm doing fentanyl. What is it? That's what I'm doing. I'm doing, I'm doing fentanyl, and I'm just taking a nap. But you know what? That's danger because I could die at any moment. That's entertainment, baby. That's bringing the people in. What could happen? So it's like uh, Andy Kaufman shit up there. <laughs> a, uh, few, a few years ago, uh, I had you're talking about doing the hair on and just passing out. Um, yeah. I went to I was trying to buy some uh, Percocets. I think they were. And the guy was like, oh, I don't have Percocets, but I have these Xanax. And this is 2006, something like that. And I was like, I've never had a Xanax. I'll take it. And then he was like, all right, <laughs> it's in like four. It's a bar, so you should only take like a quarter of it. And I was like, okay. And then I got back to the warehouse where I was a manager and a forklift operator. And I was like, I have a super tolerant, so I'm going to take two of these. And I took two whole <laughs> bars. Yeah. And I was driving the forklift, and it just was going this way. And I went, Yeah, real oh. sleepy. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> And I went upstairs because uh, uh, it, it was a super Walmart that we had turned into a warehouse. And I just went upstairs into an empty corner of the scaffolding and fell asleep, uh, knowing that I would get caught. But like, I, it was too, it was too much to to even worry about at that point. I just fell asleep on scaffolding, got caught, and got rode up for sleeping at work. But see what happened was, instead of getting rode up for, uh oh man, instead okay. Instead of getting rode up for oh, here we go. forklift. What are you remembering? Getting... Here we go. <laughs> Chase, this is a terrible story, and I, I did not ever want to. All right. So after I took those two Xanax, I got ridden up at work for sleeping on the job. Not for being high on the job, for sleeping. And it turns out I was like, I really like Xanax. Uh, so I kept taking them. And one day, <laughs> Michelle is the only other person on the planet that I think I've told this story to. Uh, when I worked for FEMA in Baton Rouge, we had a big lot in front of the old, uh, old store out here and they had all the rental cars and U-Haul vans, just a huge garage, like a huge parking lot that was fenced in and you would go into transportation, sign out a vehicle, get the key, use it and then bring it back and sign it back in. I was a transportation unit manager for a different site. But that meant I had keys to every locker that held vehicle keys. So I could get a key without having to actually sign in or out with another person. And one day, uh, I was driving <laughs> I was driving a U-Haul, like a Penske truck, to uh, DeRitter and dropping stuff off and coming back, and I had to park it. As soon as I got off of work, I knew I was going to go home and go to sleep. So I was like, I'll take these Xanax right yeah, now. Yeah, plan ahead. Plan so ahead. So that they kick in when I'm getting home. Like when I'm at home home. But instead, they kicked in in traffic. <laughs> yeah. And Chase, I went to park this Penske truck. You know, like the big box trucks that you rent for moving when I say Penske yeah, truck? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, all right. Um, I went all, to park yeah. it into a spot. And there are uh, Chevy Cobalts 
on each side of the spot because I was too high to park the Penske in the Penske truck spot where it goes. It goes yeah. on the spot in a, in the Penske, like the Penske side, but I'm over here where the cars are because I'm uh, on Xanax and I have no idea what's going on. And I go to pull into a spot and I literally drive a Penske truck up onto and crush the front of a Chevy Cobalt. I drove no all the way shit. up to the windshield. All the way up to the windshield. Freaked out, floored it back, the truck slammed, creaked, scratched. I backed it up, parked it, and fucking left. I never told a single person what happened. I never, and it turns out, Chase, I was there first thing when they opened the next morning to take my name off of the list because I thought I signed that truck out. Yeah. Never signed it out, buddy. The Xanax also helped me forget to sign the fucking truck out. Hey, thanks, Xanax. I drove that mother, Chase, I drove it like this. I drove it onto the cobalt, smashed in the windshield and crushed it down. And then the next day, I had to go out and write the incident report because I was the only transportation manager around. And I'm out there with all of the site managers and like all of the really important people in FEMA. And just go, could you believe this? Could you believe this? This is still early enough after Katrina that it's still like national people down here. So we're out there and I'm writing the report. I'm like, can you fucking, somebody just, there's not even, nobody even signed this fucking truck out. And they just motherfucker. And I was just a to- <laughs> Xanax eating motherfucker. Jesus, it has to be. That's, I tell that's- you who wouldn't do this? An Air Force vet. This definitely was an Air Force vet. I <laughs> definitely was an Air Force vet. <laughs> and I, I we can rule all out. Air Force vets out. I mean, rule right them out. out. Right Don't out even. If you say, "Uh, I'll whoop your fucking ass," okay? The Air Force vets are out of here. How dare and you? I- I think I saw blonde hair on the steering wheel, so all brunettes are ruled out for sure. All brunettes gone. They're all gone. And Chase, the whole time, I'm like sweating my nuts off because I know I did it. They yeah. don't know I did it, but I think they know I did it. And I, and I feel, you know how like whenever you're trying to cover something up and you feel like you're not doing a good job? Like I felt, this is what I felt like they saw. Oh, I don't know who did this. It wasn't me that some fucking, this is, oh God, the horror. Oh God. <laughs> oh Lord. I'm just so worked up because it's so unexpected that I would see such a crazy thing. It's I'm, not because I would know anything about it. It's because it's so shocking and surprising. I should have <laughs> fainted. I should have walked out there and just fainted. <laughs> 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 I watched uh, uh, on me and Travis's podcast uh, docu commentary where we watch a documentary. We lay a commentary track down over it. Don't start shaking your head, okay? Uh, and uh, Travis is a friend of this yeah, show. Yeah, no, all I right. Did, you know, no, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a friend of the show, all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not taking me away from you, okay? All I'm right. Still, That's all I want to hear. We're still doing this every week, all right? You've been on his show. Don't give me all that shit. That's and all so I want to hear, right. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do full arm hard. Oh, that's that's gonna be the screenshot. <laughs> yeah, that's the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, it would have been easier to go outside. Dang, look at them guns, son. Would have been easier. Damn, son. And it was there, right? Oh, look at that! Look at that! A little game. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. I hold me and Josh are gonna take our shirts off and pose for a second. We, uh, we got, if you just listen I'm, to this, we're just. I'm sorry out to the right podcast, <laughs> but I'm I'm oiling my body up right now because uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of feeling good. You know, what I'm saying I feel good. Uh, 
so we do podcasts where we watch documentaries, right? Uh, it's on his uh, YouTube channel, uh, Travis Nelson Comedy. Go get it. My man just hit 600 subscribers. Uh, he had been trying to do that for a long time, so congratulations to him. Go give I him a couple I think he's more. the only affiliated channel with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he at least got all of our subscribers went over there because we have a loyal <laughs> fan base that will never let a week go by without giving us a five-star review, right? Even if you right? have to go download the 2005 version of iTunes to do it. Right? So Break out that iPhone 4 and download it. <laughs> so HBO Max has uh, this documentary called Clash a- Class Action Park. Oh, uh dude. It's so fucking it? great. It's, it's so yes. funny. So that was the uh, reason I got HBO Max was because I was seeing a commercial about it and I wanted to see that. So yeah, I guess I guess let's break it. Yeah, there's a specific part that reminds me of what you just said. Uh, but so in general, the documentary is really interesting. You should uh, watch me and Travis watch it, and uh, and <laughs> it's even better whenever the two of us are there watching. I know you, you can just watch, watch it by yourself, it. but you should watch us watch it because we're better. So uh, it's a park that could only live in the '80s. It could only live in the '80s. Whatever it was like. Yes, it was called Action Park. It was nicknamed Class Action Park because so many people got hurt there because they basically had a crazy millionaire dude open up the place and not give a fuck about any restrict like regulations or rules and it's a water or anything. Park. It's a water park, uh, but literally hundreds of people a day are injuring themselves uh, at this park, and it goes. It lasts for a long time. That concrete tunnel, that the concrete like slides that people go down. They fucking loop de loop. Yeah, they're like loops, yeah. And it's concrete. Like, everybody's getting torn up going around it. Ah, man. So, there's a part. One of the rides was apparently they give you a little fucking boat. Like, they give you a boat to drive around in. Like, it's got a propeller on it and everything. Like, it's a motorized boat. This would never happen. And by the way, it's not like now where, like, if you go go go-kart racing or something like that, there's, like, a track that'll keep you from taking the go-kart. I'm pretty sure you could just take that boat and go to the Mississippi River and just take off. Like, I think you could just go. You could just explore the world now. There was no stopping you. Uh, So, you know. (laughs) Go on your own Huck Finn adventure. Yeah, and so it's got, you know, it's got propeller on the end, you know, motor, the whole thing. So somebody is parked at the, this is a story they tell in the documentary, somebody's parked at the dock about to get off, and then uh, some drunk ass uh, on his little boat comes speeding up, ramps up on top of the dude, just like how you ramped up on top of that cobalt, and the guy underneath is getting, like, his neck chopped up by the propeller. He doesn't, like, it just, you know, little scratches and stuff, but still, he's about to get decapitated. Uh, Yeah, he's about to get decapitated, and apparently the dude that was on the top just got up and went on to the next ride, like, hey, this is where this goes. (laughs) It just kept moving. That's so great. Yeah. So great. (laughs) I almost killed a guy, but fuck it, I gotta get in line for for the wave pool. No, I gotta jump off. There was like some rides was like jump off this big ass rock, just go up on that rock and jump down, and that was part like that was fun. And then there was like another, uh, <laughs> like you know, like how every water slide has like the just like the straight down drop like ride or yeah. whatever. But this one was like literally you would come off of the slide for a little bit while too you're falling because so it was straight down. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, 
Yeah, they had like, you know, that it they're all like there's safer versions of all of these since this happened or whatever. So like every time I'd see one, I'm like, oh, I've seen a ride similar to that. Oh, but not that way. Not the way that happens. Man. Like like the sitting on a raft or whatever and just kind of going down the slide that goes yeah. up and down. Except for this one fucking shoot you forward. And like the crazy part about it was they would have all their like employees were like the test dummies for like get your dumbass 16 year old self up there and slide down this concrete see what happens to you and then he would die they go all right well we gotta make some changes and let's see and then they <laughs> do a little change you go like, who's up next and then somebody they throw another kid down yeah, there but we and fix it don't worry about it yeah if you were I like just, me I, like whenever we started going to disney I always just assumed that whoever built the ride didn't know what they were doing and that I would die if I got on it. Even though millions of people ride these rides every day, I was like, oh, I would see the guy operating. I'm like, that's a teenager. He's going to kill me. I'm not getting on it. And then one day I just got on it. I was like, oh, these are the greatest rides ever. But if if your fears of like, oh, a guy who was half stoned not paying attention designed the physics of this ride, it should probably be fine. That was their whole their whole uh gimmick it is funny that uh that's the way it is with like all of those parks and stuff like they're all nobody like a 19 year old is like the old man around there that's seen too much like there's it's always just children running all these rides uh it's insane i remember i went to disney world whenever i was like a teenager with uh my mom and and darren and uh and And he's uh, he's a big old puss when it comes to rides, and uh, and we were going to get on. I don't even remember what it was. I don't. I, I don't go as often. No, I need to know what it was. I need to know I what know. ride it was. I'll describe <laughs> it, and then you tell me. I just know they I'll put you, you in like they put you in a pod, right? It's like four people, and you gotta like uh, you gotta go. I think like to the moon or something, or you gotta do something. But you're all like Mission you're to like Mars. a crew. Mission, Mission to Mars. Mars. All right. It's a fun fucking game. That's barely even a ride though. Yeah, and so, uh, but it's just scary enough. It spooked Darren while he was you sitting in the, the buttons and you he was sitting in the it. line, and I guess he was worried about being claustrophobic, locked up in the thing. And uh, it was really, it was really Darren! funny <laughs> because we're all in there. I'll remember this forever. I make fun of him still about this. I'm like, remember that time your scary ass couldn't handle that child, and uh, and so. <laughs> He goes and gets in there, and he had backed out of some other rides too. Like he would get in the line, and then the longer the line was, the more he would think about it, and then I've eventually he yeah. would back out. Yeah, like if it happened immediately, I think he would be in. But the longer he got to sit there and watch, the more he was like, "Nah, I don't like this." Uh, Country boy's feet stay on the ground, and so dude, I'm with him there. That's how I was the first yeah. few years we went. And so he gets in the little pod or whatever, and uh, and they're going through all the safety stuff. And then the guy comes in to do like one last check. He's like, all right, is everybody good? And Darren goes, hey, actually, yeah, can you get me off of this thing? And the dude goes, all right, everybody, and just shuts the door. <laughs> and left him in there. Oh, no. That kid was 15. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no. Like, no, no. You're, you're in there. there now. You're there. <laughs> yeah. I used to be like that, man. I wouldn't ride anything. And then my Weibo's dropped, and now I get on all of them. I fight people on rides. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I did find uh, out if you take your your shirt off on Splash Mountain when it goes down the hill, and they take the they picture. Won't, they won't let you have that picture? They won't even print the picture out, and you ruin it for everybody else that was everybody, on Everybody, all the other family, yeah. Not one of them. And they, all, and they wait till all of them are there to tell them, like, hey, this asshole right here took his shirt off and flexed so nobody can have the picture. Who ever heard of some shit like that? 
Now, there's got to be some type of amusement park client privilege there where you can't just be spreading out that I have my titties out on the middle of the ride, okay? It could have been anybody's titties. Why you got to say it's my titties? Maybe it's one of your titties. You know, I wanted my titties in that picture. I spent a week fixing them up in the caravan in the parking lot on the way in here. You couldn't even put them on there. I was having a great titty day. And here y'all are depriving me and these families. You know what? Like my titties wouldn't help their family picture. Okay. So I didn't know you did a class action park uh, episode of DocuCommentary. We just did. I interrupted you telling about it like five times. But oh, is it? It's up now. Uh, should be like next couple days. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that one. Uh, Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. That was a crazy documentary. Were you old enough? Did you ever go on any kind of parks like that or stuff that just wasn't? I mean, whatever Blue Bayou was whenever I was a kid, like yeah, early Blue Bayou's 90s. Blue Bayou pretty bad. Yeah, like, uh, and I keep talking about it on the on the podcast me and Travis did, because it was like my only reference of yeah. uh, of water parks. But yeah, because I mean, I would go to Blue Bayou all the time, and I don't... I don't remember it not being safe, but I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there was oh, some buddy. sketchy stuff at a at a uh, water park in Baton Rouge in the mid '90s. You know, when I was growing up, uh, we would on our in Boy Scouts. Uh, when my older brother was in Scouts, I would tag along like just as because my dad would go and I would just get to go because it's a, a camp out or whatever. And over the summer, they would take week long trips and uh, we would stop at water parks, but it would just be like random water parks that you would mm-hmm. find on the side of the road in Huntsville, Alabama. We went to one called Point Mallard Water Park in somewhere in Alabama and just these like side of the road Arkansas, Alabama water parks. And there was rides where like every you're watching <laughs> you see it and you're like, "Oh, that's going to kill somebody." Like even as a 12-year-old, you're like, "That's definitely not safe." They're going down the slide and instead of going straight down, they're shooting out like 10 feet away from the slide that they're supposed to be on. And you're like, oh, man, that's right. how people die. Yeah, and nobody can swim. <laughs> one year we went, and there was a, I don't remember the name of the water park, but we went one day as the scout troop. Then we did something else for like two other days. And then the last day we were in this town in Alabama, might have been Arkansas. We were got like, let's go back to the water park one more time, and then we'll finish the trip. And we went back. It was closed. Not temporarily shut down to be worked on or just not open yet gone like shut down like abandoned and we had been there three days before and it was just like <laughs> done it had uh not eviction but like not quarantine um what's the evacuated like unha- no what's the word like uninhabitable um fuck i don't know condemned. Man. i had condemned. evacuated condemned. condemned i would have never got there yeah condemned like unsafe to be in <laughs> and like Holy shit. These dads took like 40 teenage boys here three days ago and nearly killed all of us. But we made it. And you know what? And just to, and I don't mean to preach about politics, but I just want to say that's why my generation is so much tougher than these <laughs> softest baby shit. Because <laughs> we tried to die for fun, okay? Yeah. That's you know what my why. safe space was? You know what my safe space was? That I lived. That was my safe space. Words didn't hurt me. Water slides in Arkansas. <laughs> I just love that. Like uh, every time somebody like talks about like old generation mm-hmm. stuff like that, though, it's like we didn't have any phones, okay? <laughs> so we would go outside and hit our brothers with bricks, okay? Because we had a good time. 
and nobody was watching us. We didn't have any look parental at, supervision. My dad shot you know me why? with a pellet gun. Look at that. Right here. You know why? Because I didn't have a phone, okay? I ain't had no phone. I didn't have YouTubes. I, I was on Facebook. I wasn't doing no. Instagram filters. I was outside smashing mailboxes with a baseball bat, okay? <laughs> you know who my influencers were? The older kids that could get me cigarettes. That's right. Soft ass generation over here. Soft I can't believe baby shit. That's why words it's... hurt you. I can't believe you're sitting inside educating yourself and learning about the world. When you should be outside oh, oh, oh. hitting things with sticks. <laughs> That's why I'm raising a generation of pussies. The pussification of America started the second kids put down the sticks and picked up the phones. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Oh, sh Um, Did you see the Floyd Mayweather fight? Well, I saw Floyd Mayweather stand in a ring, and uh, I watched a Make-A-Wish kid swing at him a bunch, and, you know, uh, yeah, I saw right. that. Explain to me, I don't care how much money you make, explain to me how you're Floyd Mayweather, and you go soft on a guy like Logan Paul in the ring, when you have the reputation you have, instead of just knocking him out in half a second, like he could have, he did knock him out in that fight. Did you watch, did yeah. you see that clip? I saw the clips of it, yeah. He punched him, and he, he his knees buckled. Floyd Mayweather caught him and picked him back up. And I was like, pick him back up and knock him out again. <laughs> but well, he it's, uh, it, it's, well, one thing, I have a problem with all of this like celebrity boxing thing that's going on right now. Because, for one, it was my fucking idea. Uh, it was my idea from the beginning of this. If you remember, when we started this podcast, and for about six months to a year before that, I had been calling Conor McGregor's bitch ass out because that's how I was going to get paid. Okay? That was my whole thing. That is you a pick fact. Somebody, you pick somebody famous, and you talk shit about them until they fight you in one of these fucking whatever. And that was like, it was like a joke of mine. It was a whole thing. And then suddenly, people just started stealing from that playbook. All of a sudden, these fucking Paul brothers are doing it. Uh, Floyd... I do respect Floyd in this uh, regard is that that man knows how to make a hundred million dollars oh, yeah. at a time. Like that dude knows how to make so much yeah. money, bro. Like yeah. uh, he's just going to do this for the next couple of years. He's just going to wait and pick and choose. I mean, he was always smart about picking and choosing fights, but yeah, but he's just going to keep doing sad. stuff like this. It is that's sad because he's running down his reputation of 50 and O like possibly the greatest hands in boxing ever. Yeah. And Can't even touch now him. he's, oh. I mean, I understand making a hundred million dollars, and I granted I've never held a hundred million dollars, but I know what being a man with an ego is, and you can't tell me Floyd Mayweather doesn't have an ego, so I can't believe that he didn't. I think his to... ego is wrapped up in the money. I think it's more wrapped up in the money. I mean, he's not Floyd the great boxer Mayweather. He's Floyd Money Mayweather. Like he's, All right, that's true. Yeah, you know, like he's. That's uh, true. I think he loves to have the Instagram picture of just a table with millions of dollars on it. Like that's that's kind of his. That's see, his thing. If I was in his position, I'd want the Instagram post of me pushing the front of Logan Paul's face out through the back of his head. That's what I would want. Maybe I'll do that. Logan Paul, you want some of this? I know you watch. Start calling show. him out, man. Let's see. That's what how happens. you stole Chase's idea, Logan Paul. You want to fight? I'll fucking. I'll fucking. I was gonna fight, fight all them motherfuckers. I was gonna you know fight what? All I'll quote my favorite. I'll quote my and Chase's favorite rapper of all time, Sean P. Diddy Combs. When I tell you this, Logan Paul, I want to fight you. I'll fucking bite you. Can't stand nobody like you, huh? What y'all know about that? 
little Sean P. Diddy Combs wordsmith for you right there. Drop us some truth. Go find that Always shit on has. Apple iTunes, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Always has. But if you you know that song, right? It's Come With Me. Uh, yeah. It's P. Diddy rapping over Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. And I that is one of the funniest non-intentional uh, lines in a song I've ever heard in my life. I want to fight you. I'll fucking bite you. Can't stand nobody like you. God damn, dude. That's hot fire right there. Shit. Yeah, when you start threatening to bite people, man, <laughs> you mean it. Can you imagine other rappers like, you're going to bite me? You're going to bite me? Like, on my arm? What are you talking about? What are you going to bite me? <laughs> bite me on my neck? What does that mean? It's like a big bite out, talking about? Big bite out of my thigh? What the fuck are you talking about, Diddy? <laughs> Stay away from me. Diddy's a lunatic, bro. You ever seen that <laughs> video? <laughs> I thought I told you that we won't stop. I, uh, you ever seen that video of him uh, where, like, I don't know what he just did. He, he closed some type of deal. He closed, like, and he's, he's at his office, and he's like, I just got my, I'm going to say, I'm going to say MTV Awards, right? He's like, I just got my MTV Award, right? And then he's like looking at whoever's uh, on the camera and he's like, I'm unstoppable. I'm the greatest of all time. You can't stop me. Give me something else. Give me something else. And he starts just tearing up his fucking office. And he's like, I can do anything. What's something you can't do? Tell me. I can do things. And he starts just like throwing the fucking uh, like the telephone around and stuff. It's like an older video. It's like 15 years old or something. But every now and then, every couple months that'll go viral. I have to send right. you. It's fucking insane. I yeah. I said it ironically, but if I watch that video, P. Diddy might actually be my favorite rapper if I get to see that. Because <laughs> other rappers I like are doing goddamn car warranty commercials now. Ice-T talking about, you ever worry about your car's money? I know you don't. You've been on law and order for 30 years. You're talking about car warranties to old people. You're going to sell reverse mortgages next? God damn. Ice-T and Stone Cold are doing some commercial together for some type of, uh, maybe for Coors or something. Something, something that's cold. They're doing something that's cold, and they're like, all right, who can we get? All right, we got Stone Cold, got Ice Tea, and they're just looking for all the people with cold in their name. Uh, Two Cold yeah. Scorpio? They had Two Cold Scorpio? <laughs> they called him, but he was too busy. You know, Too Cold. He always got stuff going on. Uh, did you hear about Representative for Congress Louis Gohmert? No, I uh, I quit I quit paying attention to uh, to politics whenever... Uh, reality show host stop <laughs> running stuff. When it went back to normal. Uh, yeah, no, I, no, I really haven't, and I didn't. That makes it sound like I don't give a fuck. I do give a fuck about stuff, but I have definitely taken a. I, I'm not doom like looking into everything like I was for four years. I want you to know. Uh, I agree, and I have stopped doing it too. But uh, Lewis Gomert is like the dumbest man that's ever been in Congress, which is saying a lot. Okay, that's a. Oh, is he? The, I, I know what you about. I know what you about to do. Yep. Go ahead, though. I don't want to spoil it. During a House hearing, the Texas Tyler Republican asked a top agency official of the U.S. Forest Service if they could change the orbit of the Earth to help fight climate change. But you know what, though? Like, has anybody actually tried it? Like, has anybody has anybody suggested that? Because you don't Look, know till you ask, you know? Is I'm, there a way? I'm, I'm here to say, this is the box, and this is where Lewis Gormert is thinking, and maybe that's what we need. Yo, we need maybe a little bit more of that. Maybe that's what we need. But 
I've watched the video, Chase. He says it with a straight face. Like, it, he could say now that it was a joke and he was being sarcastic, but it was 100% a real question. I love whenever politicians do that. Like, why do you think you can joke? And so, like, your whole job should be serious. I don't ever right. want to hear you fucking joke, especially, like, whenever you're trying to propose bills, or, like, on the floor of Congress. You can't be like, ah, I was just kidding. Walk around, ah. right? Like, <laughs> you guys don't understand comedy, okay? <laughs> you just don't understand comedy. I just cough in the shit out of that bitches. Um, but it's made me want to run. It's made me want to run for Congress. Uh, Give if a I shot, could man. Anybody like, could do it. The U at, I wish the lady from the U S forest service would be like, uh, one second, lean over and like ask a couple of people. Like, I think we can. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so mo- all in favor say, I, <laughs> all right we can do it and if it doesn't happen it's only because the republican party wouldn't let us how about that try to put how me on the spot that? you bald little gomer pile motherfucker how about you eat that up huh you should change the rotation on that you dumb bitch yeah man uh it's scary it's scary who's in charge uh i don't like it i try to just focus on my life uh you know, I try to I try to move uh, the earth myself. You know, I'm gonna do. I, I like to. I just pull Every myself day. up. Yeah, moving just push earth. down. I pull myself up from my bootstraps, and I get out there, and I try to fight global warming. Every day, I go out there and I scream at a tree. <laughs> Dude, I've gone out there and told so many trees. Why don't your friends have bigger waybos and fucking stick around, huh? You bunch huh? of bitches are dying off. Huh? How about next time somebody comes to knock you down to make a mall, you say no. How about you stand up for yourself, trees? You trees are soft as baby shit. Soft as Charmin out here. Matter of fact, we're going to make Charmin out of you. I can That's smell what you the are stink all over you. All over this tree. You can tell how old a tree is, is when you cut it open and see all the bitch juice floating out of it. That's how you can tell. I'm gonna put some of that tree bitch juice on my pancakes. Yeah, some like of that, that bitch sap. Look at that bitch sap right there. Get some of that trees. Why don't you man up? That's what we got a problem with. Why don't the trees and the bees do something for themselves? How about that? How about you stop about coming us, to huh? me? All right, I won't drive a tank. I'm gonna drive that tank. You survive. All right, you figure out a way to survive. Hey bees, if you want me to get on your side, start taking out wasps and horseflies. How about that? You if I start seeing. If bees start bringing me the heads of horseflies, I'll be way more in <laughs> to helping the bees out. If I just wake up and there's an offering of dead horseflies at my doorstep every day, I'll be like, you know what? Here's some flowers for you to pollinate. Good <laughs> yeah. going. I hope Mission you don't go now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm team B over here. B movie's my favorite movie. <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> uh, all right. So... We, uh, we, two weeks ago, we thought maybe our YouTube reviewer had died. We thought maybe, uh, we had shamed him so much that he had went into hiding, uh, and left. And, uh, it turns out he lives. Turns out he's around. And it turns out he's a little needy. A little needy for our attention. Little, little wants that buckets of duckets uh-huh. rub. Can't stand that we went away. It's not, uh-huh. it's not all about you, bro. It's not yeah, all this, about you. This show's not about you. The show is about us being fucking heroes. And see what see what happens? Yeah, yeah uh, the absence makes the heart grow fonder. His dick got so wet when we stopped talking about him. Woo! All right.
So this is what he said. So this is what he said on episode. This is a review of episode 53. Lord Voldemort <laughs> and the podcast of fire. Uh, so this is the one where we mentioned that uh, there's a chance you might have killed him. But I kind of I was a little worried that you might have killed a child uh, because he, he talks too much shit. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this, this is what he said. He said, wow, a Harry Potter reference. This Josh character looks more like Hagrid. Is that is that a, a Harry Potter thing? Hagrid? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, little kid. Uh, after he got addicted to weed and protein powder. Who's Hagrid? H-A-G-R-I-D? Uh, Hagrid? All right. That, that, am I saying that right? All right. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Hagrid is... Yeah, like I the, imagine he nailed it. Hagrid is the big... Uh, oh, man. Hagrid is like the big uh, forest giant that protects all the kids. So, like... <laughs> uh, buddy, that's actually... Look. Ah, I got you. I've seen that dude around. All right, well played. Just around. I was at I was at Trader Joe's <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I was at Hogwarts last week and saw him. There. And uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, okay, want to talk about gains? The only thing this Josh character is going to gain is a traumatic brain injury after I stomp his head. I will never die. So he said, uh, Chase. I appreciate your concern because I was a little worried that uh, you know you had killed him. Uh, but I'm getting stronger, like pure titanium. My body and soul are slowly becoming a weapon of mass destruction. Friday, I finally stood up to my bully, Brayden, which we got a character name. I'm loving this dude. It's expanding. It's like the Simpsons reading about this guy. He's just expanding his universe over here. Uh, I'm pulling for Brayden. I'm on Brayden's side. Now. Oh, I'm team Brayden all day. I'm team uh, bees and Brayden. That's who I'm with. Hey, Brayden. Uh, <laughs> Brayden, use the bees. Uh... <laughs> I just imagined Josh's dumb face, and I was able to—I was able to overpower him, blow after blow. I felt all my pride and strength as a warrior growing. Your time is coming, old man. Smell you later, losers. Uh, so I guess that—I guess that means he likes the show. I guess that was a good review of that episode. I guess episode fifty-three that was, was there. A, that was a pretty good review. It was a good uh, review. I think I think that wrapped up what we we talked about pretty well. That was a—you did it, Joey. You did it well. But Joey, I I don't you just Joey. This is like Joey, like you're playing baseball in your backyard with all your handicapped friends, and now you think that that means you could play in the major leagues. That's what's happening right now, Joey. You beat up some kid named Braden, who's probably he's probably in a wheelchair or eight to nine years younger than you, and you think that that brings you up to my level, Joey. <laughs> Oh, Joey. Joey. Do you, do you ah. see this, Joey? Joey? Joey. This is Joey. a muscle right here. Joey. Made out of pure titanium. Joey. It forged in the fires of rage, vengeance, patriotism, truth, justice, and the American way. All right? And you think at 14 years old that you have... The test, the testicular fortitude, the webos to up to me. You think your webos are on a level with me? You shooting out of your league, son. Uh, and look, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Instead of, uh, instead of crushing you down, like I should do to sh to show you your place in the universe, uh, I'm looking into adopting Joey, and I want <laughs> yeah. him. 
I think that little stinker is going to come along. <laughs> I, yeah, him. he should be a part of your family, honestly. I'm going to give him a little, if you're watching the Zoom, he's going to have a little square right down here. We're not going to give him audio. He hasn't earned that yet. We'll let him down there and he can watch the, the show. And that way, if he's down there, he'll have to look up adoring, adoringly at my face in the video physically like he does metaphorically from wherever he is. Uh, Joey, I, I hope you beat Braden's skull in through the back of his face. Um, because every, every battle you win, no matter how easy and simple it is, every battle you win, every level on that ladder that you rise up is just going to make me look even better when I stomp your undeserving ass right back down to the floor where you belong, Joey, because <laughs> you're playing with gods. Now you're playing in the God realm and, uh, you, you're way out of your league. You just, I'm going to pray for you, Joey. I'm going to pray for you. I'm glad you're not dead, though. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad, glad you survived, man, I'm so that Josh can it. kill you in the future. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I do have to say, though, uh, those are some of the best uh, YouTube Yeah, he's comments. killing it. He's fucking it's, hilarious, this dude. Uh, I don't believe that it's a child. No, this, um, it's, uh, this is somebody that knows us. It has to be somebody that knows us. It has right? to be. They're, those are too good. to. to we're going to find out it's the former mayor of Minnesota, Jesse Ventura. It's governor, not mayor. Governor. It's the governor. Wait, that's Arnold. Wait, I'll fight both of them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Arnold it's Schwarzenegger. I fucking knew it. I knew I it. Knew he's been it. all disgraced because he fucked his maid. Now he's leaving comments on YouTube pages. I fucking knew it. I just watched a strongman documentary that he's in. Yeah. And I like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but if you want to really see him excited about stuff, it's those. He gets so excited at these strongman and Arnold competitions. Like, he sees guys do world-breaking deadlifts, and, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, fuck yeah! Yeah! And he's, like, all <laughs> jacked for him, and he's so excited to go. Like, he pushes people out of the way to be the first one to shake their hands and stuff. It's just funny to see somebody so excited uh, about being about being around all the giants. I feel like that's probably what Joey looks like when he watches our show. Yeah. For sure. All right, bro. Let's get out of here, man. I feel like we did it. That was a good run, man. That was a good run on edibles and a couple bangs and Buddy, whatever you did. I'm not going to remember this. Tomorrow when I have to edit this and I'm watching this, I'm like, hold on, when did we record this? Uh, guys, I took, what happened before we started was I I, I have a, I took an edible um, <laughs> just in time to kick in right before we started recording. And then I you're really to good about timing those type of things. If I'm we've learned anything it. from this episode. I'm great at it. And then I tried to counterbalance it by I drank a pre-workout shake and then a bang. And now that we're done recording, I'm gonna drink I'm gonna eat both of these edible pills and uh we're just gonna see what happens. Uh well we're not. I'm gonna check out. No, we're gonna keep recording. We're gonna keep recording. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna observe. We're gonna observe and take notes. We're gonna do a study on this. Uh, thanks for listening. June 25th at the station. Uh, you can come see me perform virus free comedy live at the station in Baton Rouge. Um, I think Morgan Wright will also be there. Good promo. Solid promo. Uh, yeah, go check that out. Uh, I'm going to be, I've already performed. Uh, by the time this comes out, I've already performed at the Horsefucker City and done that dope show. 
So Chase is uh, now a great. drug addict, thanks to comedy. I, I was introduced to drugs thanks to comedy. So way no! to ruin my life, comedy. <laughs> way to fucking take a bright young future and just crumble it. Uh, make sure you check in uh, every week, buckusdunkus.com. Five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Comment, like, review. Joey, uh, I can't wait to hear uh, your next bullshit that you're going to throw at us. Uh, yeah, see y'all next week. Bye.